welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Yo, let's get it going, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the world. Welcome on in once again to the Sports Buffoon Studios here, sitting here in the end of June, hot as hell in Kansas City, 98 degrees, Tanner's favorite band. What a, what a time it is to be a Leaf Backstreet out here. Backstreet was better, actually. What? Backstreet was better. Backstreet was Okay, oh, I, yeah. I kind of figured. I, I, but I kind of figured you'd be like a 98 degrees type of guy, personally. I never really got into their music, honestly. I really no? did. I, I had a few songs, the popular ones, but outside of that, they were the, I mean, I never got into their albums. All right. All right. Well, that's all right, man. Um, we got we got some better things to talk about anyway today. So we got uh, Scott Kobe's already already chiming in. So good. Good to see Scott involved. Uh, Jason JG to my left. How you doing, man? I don't really care about 98 degrees, man. I think they well, uh, they probably sucked a lot of cock back in the day, but uh, wow. <laughs> you know I, I'm a big. It wasn't Justin Timberlake, was he in that? No, not that band. No, he wasn't. In, he <laughs> that, was in a different. That would be in sync. No, so that means 98 degrees was a bunch of wannabes. That was that was so. Nick Nick no. Lachey. Nick Lachey. Oh geez. Nick Lachey. He, dated, he wow. dated Jessica Simpson. Want to talk about has-beens? <laughs> I mean, my gosh. I'm surprised you would say such a thing. The, the bottom line is June. The bottom line, I, I I'm not a big fan of this weather, especially in the Midwest, because it's just too humid for me. So yeah, um, it was hot as hell. Um, yeah, a, I I had a I had a sweaty cock today, as a matter of fact. So it actually, kind of pissed me off. Kind of pissed me off. I had to wipe my balls off a couple of times. Take a shower. I actually took two showers today. How many guys? You guys like take two showers a day when it's are, fucking are hot. You, like are you this? washing your towels then like twice as fast? Oh boy. Well, the towel's still uh, wet well, from the first talking, time. No, Tanner. We're not it was a time to dry off. You Mr. need to get. You, you need to get over <laughs> that, man. Coming in hot. You need to get it. You need to get over that. We're not going. How dare you say that? Now I'm a little jealous of you though when it comes to our workplace because I have to wear pants. You can wear shorts all day. So I all of my sweat just stays within these jeans, and it is not a good time. It is it is rough actually. So you know, I wish jealous I, of that. I wish I could have been in one of these parades where you just go out there in your underwear and show your balls to everybody, man. That's I true. Heard, heard about. I don't even know if that's real, man. Did that really happen, or is that it's, just like a conspiracy theory? Well, we had this past weekend. It was it was the pride parades across, oh, across the whole nation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I uh, wish I could do that. Because then, if it was if it was hot outside, well, your balls they're free. They're they're right. free to just do whatever they want. Well, I saw you know? a few guys doing that recently. I so, wish I could do that. You know that would you know. that'd be nice. You're not you're not Probably too not hot out there. Happen, so but... well, there's children out there. So of course you wouldn't do that. But no, some people no, would no. be into that. So you know. Anyways, we'll All save right, that for a different that. day, guys. We're gonna talk some sports for a few minutes at least today. So just a little bit. Right <laughs> just a little now. bit right now. Now, for the record, guys, I do have a game on in the background. I'm watching some Reds and Orioles. So if you if you see me randomly get happy or sad, uh, that's that's why it is. It's it's not some kind of a disorder I have. It's End of the seventh. It's the baby. fact I have a lot of money today that I've put out um across the lines and i'm it's hoping not a, for it's, some it's not a it's not a gambling disorder it's he has a problem with winning he wins well, too much yeah well that's the thing is that i need to win more and more and more so anyways that's that's what's going that's on in the background for it. you guys that's what we're gonna call um, it but no we, we have some good things to talk about of course today so we have some interesting things as well um now those of you out there we, we are going to be discussing here in a little bit about some of the rule changes in the nfl coming this I season guess. in 2023 he, I, I did. I did. Scott, I did not bet on the he Orioles. Bet on the Reds. I bet on the Reds. 
I bet on the Reds. So um, for that for that record right there, let's go ahead and say that right now I'm I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine. But um, anyways, we're gonna talk some NFL a little bit. Uh, we're we're in this part of the year, of course, you guys, where it's it's rough to be a sports fan because you know we just watched the NHL draft. We watched the first round, anyways. Um, and the NBA's over. Football's not going on yet. Baseball's about to come up on the All Star break. I mean, there's just a lot of lackluster events going on right now in the sports world. It's hard to get excited about. And so, what I found myself doing last night, as a matter of fact, was I was rewatching the Chiefs first Chargers from 2005. And I like to go back in nostalgia. I like to think about you know some of these old games maybe I went to in the past. Never actually get to watch live on TV because I was at the game. Or just to watch, you know, Trent Green, Larry Johnson, um, you know, Eddie Kennison on, on defense. I got to see some Jared Allen and Eric Hicks and uh, Lionel Dalton and and just, you know, just a bunch of guys that you haven't heard their names in a long time. And this kind of got me thinking a little bit about, you know, what are some moments, you know, this time of year you think you think about and you, you miss the experience in the moment of what that was like. Do, do you guys have one that comes to mind of, you know, what you were feeling? Because, you know, you can even say the Royals during the World Series. I mean something like that. The Jayhawks game in 03, the championship game in 03 would be one. One in 03. Well, because that was their first in how long? Uh, what was it? 10, 12 years? Yeah. So something it's been a while before. But since... I mean the shot, right? The shot. That was such a miracle moment. Um, I remember I had at the time digital cameras were very small. Wait, did you just say 2003? Did I say 03? He did yeah. say 03. You mean did you mean, did you mean 08? 08. 08. I was kind of concerned about that when, when you said 03? it. I'm not a Jayhawk no, no, no. fan, so I was going to so, let him roll with the, this. The whole reason why I go with 03 is because that's the first time I actually watched a championship game of the, of the Jayhawks. And that was when we lost to Memphis there. And I had my little digital camera pin I was recording it with at the time, blasting 480p at the time, you know, high, high, high def right then. Uh, but I remember just sitting there watching it, recording it, and just messing around with that. And then in 08 again, graduation year for me, uh, in yourself, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we went out there as well. So, I mean, it was those two games give me more, mm. more memories than the last year, right? Or I guess two years ago now. Two years ago? Two like, oh, ago. For, for KU, you mean? For KU. Well, do you think it's because it was like your first, uh, you know, in your, in your youth, your first experience getting to watch your favorite team win a like, championship? Understanding it, I think, more too. Like having that understanding of where we're at and how hard it was to go there mm-hmm. in 03 and 08. So that's kind of my, those are two, two of my things I remember. I, I like to go look back on. Interesting. So now you being a Spurs fan, Jason, I'm assuming it's going to be something to do with them, but maybe it's something else. What, what comes to mind when you think about nostalgia and things you, you miss the experience of in the moment of whenever you felt them in sports? I, you know, I'm really glad that he brought up 2003 because that basically gave me my answer. Um, <laughs> you know, when I, I, I drove down, like David Robinson was my favorite player growing up since I was like 10, 11, 12 years old. Um, I wanted to go see David Robinson win a championship and you know, they had already won one, one in 1999, but I couldn't go. And then in 2003, I decided, you know, I'm going to go to this fucking game, you know, and they ended up winning it in six and I was able to go to a game six and, uh, they were able to close it out. But I I remember playing, I, I paid like 175 bucks, which, Today, that's that's not a whole lot of money, but it got me in the door back then. And, um, you know, I like to compare that to when we went to Royals 
in 2015 when they won their championship, yeah. it was just, it was like night and day, man, because you've got so much fewer people. I think the, the, uh, the arena back then in 03, it, it only seated like 18,000 people and they just, they just fucking went berserk. And it, it was actually David Robinson's last game of his career. He's one of the few guys, one of the few all time great players that actually hung up, <clears throat> hung it up after winning a championship because you know like we know like guys like tom brady the goat he couldn't hang it up he had to come back and you know eventually they lose but uh that that was the most special moment for me was just being able to go and watch the spurs win a championship uh, and at that point i think it was their second in in four years or something like that so it was pretty awesome man nice i i know for me you know as much of a chiefs fan as, as i am and you guys know how much i love the chiefs I still think back to the Royals World Series runs, and I think back to the fact that it was an everyday event. You know, it was an every night event. You got off work, and the first thing you were thinking about for that evening was watching that Royals game, you know, the playoff experience, you know, and everything that built up to it. Because if you guys remember early on in that season in 2015, there was a lot of teams that were trying to punk out the Royals at the time. Yep. Everyone thought coming off that 2014 World Series run, this, this, this team was frauds, they got lucky. And so you saw a lot of teams just coming at the Royals, starting fights, and the Royals would be the ones looking like the bad guys in the end, retaliating, trying to stand up for their guys along the way. I saw a highlight last night of Kelvin Herrera beaming Brett Laurie in the, in, in the yeah, shoulder. Brett Laurie. And, uh, and we all know how much we hated Brett Laurie there for <laughs> in Kansas City. But we, I saw this highlight last night. Um, just the, just the, the, the attitude that team had was so badass. That it was like we weren't really there to start fights, but we were there to finish them, and we were going to finish them. Oh yeah, every sure. single time. And it took about maybe two months into that season that the Royals finally had everyone had calmed the fuck down because everyone realized, okay, these guys are for real, they're legit. We're going to stop messing with them. But the, that attitude carried over for the entire season going into the playoffs and carried them on, obviously, to then end up win winning the World Series. I feel like that run to me on a day-to-day -day basis, of course, had more of an impact in, in my emotions than the Chiefs winning a singular Super Bowl. So, of course, I, I care more about the Chiefs, but, you know, the, the Royal stuff was damn special. Was that's good. that's why Jordano Ventura was my favorite player on oh, those yeah. teams because he was like a skinny guy like me, but he was ready to fight. He didn't he didn't give a shit. He, he wanted yeah. to fight yeah. anyone and everyone. Oh, he had and attitude. He was, he was my favorite player by far on those teams. Which I would say he deserves to be in the Royals Hall of Fame, without a doubt. Yeah. So I, if, I, if he's not, I don't know if he is right now, but if he's not, he needs to be there. Because, um, I mean, that, that whole team was just badass. So, uh, yeah, too, too full. Good to see you again, my man. Too full. Scott says yeah. the Red Sox and 04 for him after the 86-year drought. Very emotional. I can imagine as a guy that's, oh, yeah. You know, in the senior home with uh, Keith right now, you know, according to Nick, you know, having to wait that much, that long to for a championship. I mean, do you remember the bloody sock and coming back from down 03 against the Yankees and all the things that came along with that? I mean, that was badass time. I'll, I'll be honest, back in 04, the, the Royals were shitty like usual, you know, during this whole thing. <laughs> and, um, you know, the Red Sox were my second team. I mean, I was I was wanting them to win. I was excited when they won. They had Red Sox hats at Walmart in Kansas City. And, yes, I bought myself one because it was like, you know, as, as a Royals fan, you kind of have to have a second team every once in a while because, I mean, it's, it's hard to just literally root for the worst team. Scott, Scott says he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, yeah. man, that's that's special stuff. Yeah, I, man, New Yorker, welcome on. This in, this is always the time of year, anyways, you guys. That has me thinking back about you know just me missing football. I uh, can't wait for the, the the season to come around here in a month. You know, training camp starts up, and just thinking about some of my favorite moments mm. uh, as a fan of, of sports in general um, during a time period like this where you're not focused in on the the current. You're thinking more about shit, man. All the things you've been through as a fan. And I uh, can't wait to get more of it going because it is my absolute favorite ride in the world uh, is, is being a sports fan. Mike, I don't know if you want to hear this, but I got some good news for you. It is June 28th that we are recording this. And according to the, to the dropped release here today, 718, that is less than a month away. Yep. Rookies report to training camp. For That's the right. City Chiefs. That's three weeks away, Tanner. It is coming, baby. I know. Coming we're, 720, we're the vets. Report. What are you guys going to do to fill your time for the next I 20, got, 20 days, 21 days? I got plans on the other shows that you we talked uh, about other stuff. That we, we didn't discuss about. what we're drinking, but I mean, I was going to say, you Get know, shit face. Just, you yeah, might as well. Talk yeah, about this. It helps speed up the time a little bit and you sleep in longer. You know, whatever's going to help <laughs> us get us there, get us there faster is, is what my thing is. So, um, well, I do have the, uh, I've, got, embarrassing, I've got the cut water white Russian. Which it tastes good, but it's kind of weak sauce. It's only fourteen percent. I was disappointed. In that, Damn. Yeah, you need a little higher BV. At yeah, least double it. I need it better. Than Get around twenty-eight. Then you're feeling good after that point. So, um, yeah, Tanner, what are you sipping on? Uh, some uh, Waterloo sparkling water, strawberry flavor. Wow. It's pretty good. Beautiful, beautiful, Tanner. I like solid. that, man. I got myself a little uh, Coca-Cola Zero, like last time. You guys remember with the Jack? I've had that. Well. I don't know how much Jack's in there. Just, I think it's just a label, like a marketing thing. Oh, is that what I don't is? think there's actually any Jack in this in this can. So, I'm pretty uh, sure you gave me COVID last week because I, I drank. <laughs> I, I I took your can. You had already opened, and I drank after you. And I, I did have COVID. a lingering cough for like a month, and I think you ended up. I got COVID, me, so. but that was also your own fault for still still my drink. No, so. I've so. I've been I've been beating myself up myself up for that that was a bad decision great oh we had a we had a facebook user kudos to hochaver went to uh mr carlos mad new yorker oh carlos out there okay very nice and then uh is that him menard special was tuval talking about i think Uh he's i don't know tuval you talking about jason's mine or mike's that's what i want to know I'm I'm getting excited now. My Reds are up seven to four right now, so come on, feeling Reds. good about my bet. So come on, Reds, feeling a little do better something. at the moment. Do oh, something in your life. No, you that's uh, that's oh. Sam special right there. Sam, Sam's club, <laughs> Sam's club. Yeah. All right, Tanner. Well, uh, let's let's discuss a few things. Obviously, number one thing I want to get to you guys is tomorrow night at five thirty Central Time PM. We're going to be watching the match. It is the match. The match. It is a golf. Uh, do you call it a tournament? Is this a tournament or is it just a, what's the it, word for this? Uh, I'm not a golf guy normally. Um, how do we call I mean, I'm going to watch here? tomorrow, but we have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson facing off against Patrick Mahomes it's and a, Travis it's Kelsey. It's a cross-sport exhibition. Okay. That's what it's technically called. That's cool. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, obviously, you guys, you guys know, I think you and I both maybe agree that Patrick Mahomes is basically like the Steph Curry of the NFL. In a lot of ways, um, and I think that you know Clay and Travis have a lot of similarities in their personality, maybe. So I mean, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's golf at the end of the day. So some of you guys out there might love golf. I personally not a big golf guy, um, but Actually, either way, yeah. we're watching some damn good athletes uh, go out there and play a different sport. Go and uh, I've heard Steph Curry is actually really damn good at golf. So the yeah. current odds are in favor 
you, of Team Warriors. Do you want to know the handicaps going into play? Oh, yes. yeah, so he does want to know. You do got the handicaps. Well, I already know. So, I already I know the one that matters the most. So, so you can so tell me. All Clay was a twelve. Travis was an eleven. Uh, Mahomes was a seven point seven. And what was what was Steph? Because I, I, I have got, no. He's he's the best. He's the I best know. player. What, what was Steph? Six point nine. What do you? I don't know. I'm guessing. That's nice. <laughs> I'm guessing. That's nice. What do you got? I would guess like a four. Point one. That's his handicap. So yeah. One. So he doesn't have a fucking handicap. He's stupid good. And this is a guy that okay. plays with pros, essentially, on his offseason. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, no. That makes sense. I mean, the thing with Steph, his hand-eye coordination is off the charts. Like, it's it's, it's mutant-type shit. Um, so I guess whenever you think about what he'd be good at sports-wise, I mean, it makes sense that he'd just be able to translate very well to golf. So. Oh, yeah. he's He's one of those guys that you talk about athletes like that's an athlete absolutely well i mean patrick is really good too at a lot of sports i mean patrick obviously he was drafted in the mlb uh he's he's, he's played a lot of basketball yeah uh, he's just a sports guy and I, I he also likes to go golfing in his free time too i don't think travis is a big golfer personally i from what i understand he's that's not really his thing but i mean maybe if something can fall his way and we surprises us maybe i mean do they have a chance honestly against against stephen clay uh, if Clay decides to just crap out, so it's up to Clay. I, I, I think, I think, I think it's going to come down to the performance of Clay and Travis. But it's not, it's end. not a scramble though, right? It's not like a scramble where it's just like you take the best ball. Like they're actually playing against each other. I'm two pretty sure on they're two. playing against each other. Two okay. two. I'm looking it up too. It's like it's like with the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Because if it, if it was a scramble, that's a different story. I mean, you might as well just fucking give them the win right now the warriors but it is it's a 12 hole scramble oh 12 it is a scramble this year's hmm. event features 12 oh, well, fuck. that's scramble. not even there's but. no point in even watching that shit you already know who's well, gonna i'm win. gonna watch it because i gotta see my boy patch on, on, on tv I, I wish they wouldn't have done a scramble because i think clay i think clay would have shit the bed he probably will shit the bed because he's they don't even know if he's gonna be on the team next year they're probably gonna trade his ass so I think he's probably getting nervous on the fact that he doesn't even know he's going to be on that team this year. So, I mean, if that's the case, you know, I wish, it, but if it's a scramble, I mean, what's the fucking point? I mean, the Warriors are going to win. So, and what's fun about it though, is you can go and bet on, on DraftKings if you want. I'll be, so I'll bet you can, uh, you could, you could, if you, if you feel you know lucky. what, Mike, I'm surprised that <laughs> Tell you, me more, uh, Mike. that you of all people would have brought that up. I'm surprised by that. As of right now, my Reds are winning seven to four. So, as of right now, hey, I'm feeling good and cocky. Don't get cocky. Maybe don't I put it all. I go all in. The worst <laughs> thing you can do in gambling is get cocky. We know well, that uh, facts. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Anyways, you guys be watching. I know, I know Jason earlier told me he might or might not. I'll be watching because why would I not watch Patrick Mahomes in June? Because you know, you know, this time of year is when I get excited. I want, I want to start watching my guy. The most important thing. The most important thing is that I don't have to watch the match where Josh Allen is playing in it. That's true. Because I, I mean, that that was just bullshit. I couldn't believe we had to sit there and watch that shit last time around. Well, by the way, Charles Barkley is commentating once again. Ooh, well, that's match. good. I like that. So this is gonna be funny. Again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. This, I definitely this want time to Josh Barkley. Allen doesn't have to cost Patrick Mahomes a win. No, unlike uh, Travis Kelsey, that probably cost Patrick Mahomes a win this time. Josh Allen needs to be practicing his non-fumbling skills instead of playing golf right about now. Yeah, that reminds me. We're, we're going to talk a little Josh Allen here in a minute. But, yeah, Scott says he took Clay, Kurt, Curry and Clay. Uh, probably a good choice. That's who the I, favorites them. are. Um, so I would probably agree with that, honestly. If I was 
really trying to put my money on something, I'd probably go that route. Yeah. But you know, otherwise, um, I don't know who else would be good in this kind of thing. Who else would be good in a in a style like a golf match like this? You know, one on because obviously Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, are, are Josh Allen, like Patrick active Mahomes. Guys? Yeah, guys yeah. that are currently playing active. right now. Who else would be good in a situation like this? I mean, this is obviously meant for TV. It's kind of like you know, Elon Musk and and uh, Mister Facebook are going to start getting in a fight at some point, right? So I mean, I, it's all it, you could bet on it, but it's Zuckerberg, all uh, yeah, Zuckerberg uh, and Elon Musk Elon are going to fight. Musk, yeah. Well, it's all meant for for TV ratings and such. I mean, both those guys. I mean, I, I would watch it. I mean, I think it'd be the greatest thing of all time. I so I want to see LeBron <laughs> in there, but the problem with putting LeBron in there is that. He doesn't even have the courage to even be in a slam dunk contest. So if he's not going to do a slam dunk contest, why in the fuck would he have the balls to be in a golf match? But that that's who people would want to see. And that would make a shitload of money too. Could you imagine that if they, if they could just do like put LeBron on one side and Jordan on the other side and put who nobody cares who the other two fucking players are. Just throw a couple guys out there and see what the fuck happened. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. But if you could have Jordan versus LeBron in a fucking golf match, I mean, shit. But we all know that Jordan was pretty good back in the day at golf. Like when he was he in his prime time, he was a great he fucking played all golfer. The time. Not right. as good as Steph. Not as good as Steph, but he was a good golfer. I saw him on Space Jam golfing, man. He's pretty good. Yeah. Jordan, yeah. I think he, I think he still golfs today. Obviously. Well, he would destroy so, LeBron in much like the same way they the destroyed time. him in, in terms of the GOAT conversation. <laughs> Not even fucking close, man. Sick of this shit. Aaron Rodgers says, Scott, yeah, we've seen that already. I think Aaron is a good good pick there. But what about another position other than quarterback? What do you, what do you guys think? No, I would probably I'd probably go with wide receivers or corners. Because I was thinking, like, a, I'd like to see, like, an A.J. Brown in this. Yeah, A.J. Brown might be see, all right. You know, some dominant guy. Um, I feel like, you know, yeah, he's retired now, but I feel like Larry Fitzgerald would be good at golf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe he's got, he's got calm demeanor about him. Living in Arizona, I think like, that, you're always warm to go play golf. I think it would golf. make sense for him to be good at golf. Um, otherwise, right now, it's a tough call. I'd, I'd have to go with I'd have to go with Tim Tebow. I feel like he'd be a good golfer. Well, he's a tight end. Yeah, so he's not a quarterback or receiver. No, but. I'm just saying I think he'd be good. Throw his ass. You know what? What What do they want more than anything? They want ratings. Mm-hmm. And what, how could you get? You couldn't get any more ratings than throwing fucking Tim Tebow in there. No, yeah, I, t- I totally agree, man. I totally agree. That would, that'd be fun. I mean, honestly. ESPN kind of ruined Tim Tebow in a lot of ways, just from following him around all day. I uh, made it made it to no did. one, no one, no one enjoyed seeing him anymore. Uh, Scott subs Jerry Rice against Bill Belichick. Uh, I feel like Jerry would win that at this point. Yeah, Bill, he would. Bill's just a little, little too old for that kind of thing. But Way too old. speaking of that, I would take a coach's. How about challenge. Joe Judge versus Matt Patricia? That'd be a good one. They're both shitty coaches, but maybe they would be equally shitty golfers. Uh, McDaniels versus Shanahan. That'd be fun. Oh, Shanahan would win that shit. (laughs) You kidding me? McDaniels sucks. Yeah, he does. Sorry, not McDaniels. uh, The the Miami coach. Oh. Oh, uh, okay. okay. I'd still go with Shanahan. I'd go with Shanahan, I think. Yeah, yeah. The Miami coach is getting high. Raiders. Yeah, he's, he's too high for that stuff. So, yeah, Shanahan would probably take that one. <laughs> All right, guys. let's. Uh, I'm, I'm curious what some of the people think about this. Um, so, Tanner brought it to my attention actually earlier today about some of the rule changes that are going on in the NFL this year. One of them in particular had me – I was in the middle of driving. Never text and drive. 
But one of the, the videos he sent me. Oh, shit. God, are you kidding bomb. me? You bastard. Just, oh, so he just are hit you, a bomb. Are you kidding me? Somebody bomb. hit a bomb. Now, are we still winning or what's the score? Oh, it's tie game, it's seven up. to seven. In seven to seven. Nick <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I don't want to You got to be freaking kidding me. Wow. That's just stupid. That was a bunch of trash. This game's rigged, man. It's well, it's fixed. not rigged. It's just a bunch of idiots out there throwing butt. Yeah, it's sick well, and tired of these through their fucking... whole relief pitching staff. Are you not Bears. tired of these umpires fixing I, games? I'm I so sick of this shit. All right, let me you. let me try to get through this topics without oh yelling. Oh my gosh. What that was there was two outs even. I love three you. three runs and two outs remaining. Deeper like, they go, the worse it gets. Well, they are getting cocky, Mike. Orioles are getting cocky, so that's yeah, the it's almost the ninth inning. So you know, we'll see what happens, I guess. But Anyways, so Tanner sent me a video, uh, just kind of run down real quick of all of the the uh, new rules for the NFL this year, like the new jersey jersey number change and some other things. But one in particular caught my eye because I thought it sounded asinine. Um, just the fact that you're not able yeah. to any longer hand off uh, in front of your <laughs> body as the quarterback, basically. Uh, you want me to read the rule? Yeah, I want, go ahead. Explain more, Tanner. So the rule change, and I'm on CBS Sports for this rule change. Uh, so they will, uh, blah 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 blah. There it is. To make hand hand handing the football forward a penalty like an illegal forward pass proposed by a competition committee. So the rule changes. This will change to penalize teams handing off the football forward on a read option, for example, or any other running play. A penalty hands off will have to be made next or behind the quarterback, not in front of. So you can't hand it off in front like a jet sweeps are normally done. You can't do like the whole like where we Patrick Mahomes would just kind of drop it and, you know, Miko would take it and run over. Can't do that. But you can still be to the side or behind, but you can't like it, that that eliminates well, that. So, so what's your thoughts? So basically this to me changes things for just a couple different teams. Um, it changes things for in a lot of ways what – Cam Newton used to do with the Panthers, but also with the Ravens in particular right now. Lamar Jackson and, and the way that they run the read option over there, and maybe this is why they've spoken out recently about the fact that he's going to be running less, but the read option in, in Baltimore is very much a – it's a hold. It's it's basically, you know, you take the snap and you're, you're holding it as long as possible before you got to make a choice. And you're actually moving with the line, moving with the running back, as they're moving while you're holding the ball by this time, the running backs in front of your body and you're handing it off at that point. So at first I thought Tanner, this was only going to be applying towards, you know, plays in front of the line of scrimmage. But the way I understand it is even if it's in the backfield that it still applies it's, there, it would be considered, it'd be considered an illegal forward, legal forward handoff. Correct. So basically they have to, <laughs> this is kind of stupid, but they have to have air in between the the, the 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 throw or the handoff from the quarterback to whatever receiver is coming across. So there's got to be like some kind of a basically the the, the quick pitch out, you know, whatever whatever it is, um, has to have some kind of air between the quarterback handing the ball off to the running back. I feel like there um, has to be more of a some kind of attempted throwing motion is what it's going to be. Well, maybe, but I, I also think that on like the jet sweeps, you know, we've seen it a lot where this these do that quick pitch. And I think that's still going to be fine. That's not going to be an issue. I think the issue is literally whenever we've seen guys run across and you're handing it out in front of your body, which technically the way the league is seeing it right now would be a forward pass motion. 
and they're getting rid of that to where you have to be literally having a lateral movement when handing off the ball. Um, but I think a lot of teams have exploited this over the last few years. And yeah, the Ravens in particular are one that stand out to me. And just because I've seen Lamar do it a hundred times, um, I think that I'll be interested to see, you know, how things work out with RPOs down the road too, because with RPOs, you see a lot of, you know, you, you take the snap as a quarterback, you're literally reaching out forward to hand the ball off to the running back while reading the defense to decide whether you're going to keep throw or hand the ball off, you know, depending on where you read. And so uh, it's going to change the game a little bit, uh, but I think teams will find ways around it. But to me, I also wonder, like, what's the point? Is it because teams were taking it too far? Is it because teams were truly finding a way to exploit some loose uh, definitions in the in the rule book or what? Because I've thought about this too personally in the past about how somehow this is not a forward pass or not a, you know, you have to, you, you should be handing it off either laterally or, you know, directly to your side um, according to the rules. And uh, it looks like that's what they're trying to get back to. So um, I don't know what you guys think about this, um, if it matters to you. Um, it probably doesn't for the most part, but I think it changes the way some teams will play and you're removing certain plays from the rule book or from the you know game plan uh, that some teams were really good at in the past. I think it's just a minor tweak. Uh, it doesn't really move the needle for me at all. I mean, I think the teams that that this would affect are going to be able to make the adjustment and just not run plays like that. So I think, I think it's for me, it's just kind of, kind of a useless rule, I guess you would say, which is, you know, we talk about the NFL, they have a lot of useless rules. I mean, there, there, there are ways that you can make the game better. And there are also ways that you can nitpick and they do the same shit in the fucking NBA. It fucking pisses me off. But uh, this rule in particular, just doesn't really move the needle for me. I think the teams will make it the proper adjustments and it's not going to really affect much. Yeah. I'll be curious to see how the, how teams adjust over time. I mean, it's, it's like I said, the main thing I, when I first read the rule, um, how they're trying to implement it now is that I wasn't so worried about the read option aspect as much as the RPOs and the way those are orchestrated. Um, because, you know, obviously it's, it's making your decision-making, which is already has to be within like one second um, and even more difficult situation. Uh, so to me, it's just, it's going to basically get you back to a traditional read option and a traditional type of RPO where the running back's no longer crossing your face. He has to be literally beside you or handing it off. You know, like we've seen before, some teams like to run this uh, RPO. That's actually a stretch from a sing from a, a single back formation where basically you're running a stretch. What ends up happening is backside, the, the receiver on the backside is running a slant and you hit him on the slant in the backside. So, you know, that way the ball, if you were to hand it off, it's coming yeah. from the back end. The guy is not going to be um, out in front of your body. So it's going to end up being a, a penalty, basically, is what's going to happen if this is caught or occurred. Also, if you're a quarterback and getting sacked, you can no longer just hand the ball to the nearest other offensive player, like a lineman, and um, allow him to pick up yards. That would also be illegal. And just so you guys know, there's, uh, it does lead to a loss of down. Uh, at the spot of the foul, also down the spot of the foul. Yes. Yeah, I agree with Scott here. He think he thinks that the rule will see a tweak in a lot of formations. Absolutely, and it's going to be very subtle. Um, but yeah, you're just you're no longer going to see. And I I wish we had a screenshot right now, but I kind of showed Tanner an example of a of a Madden play um, where 
the uh, the running back is actually crossing in front of the quarterback's face um, as uh, part of an, one, as yeah. part of an RPO, and uh, those things are going to be out now. You know, because you can no longer hand off in front of your body. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen this over the years, kind of evolve to where it seems kind of like a silly thing, but uh, now I'm not sure what to think. And uh, hey, the Reds have a guy there in third is, and baby. first, no Come outs, on, baby, no outs. <laughs> All right. Uh, as as I'm sitting here trying to discuss something serious, we got in the background some good things going on for me. So. Hey, money talks. We got to change topics here. That's true. Money talks. Uh, wait, do you have a money talk topic? A money topic? Actually, no. I, I did want Tanner to kind of go over the other rules that are changing. I, I, I actually, go over the rules. So there's a, another rule I thought was pretty interesting on this one here. So to prevent the offense from benefiting with an extra play at the end of half because of an offensive penalty uh, proposed by the competition community. So, for example... If the offense commits a holding penalty, that will no longer lead to an untimed additional down. So essentially, towards the end of the half, you're not getting that that untimed down. It's the clock runs. If it's out, you're done. See you later. Damn, so. that's pretty harsh. No, no fooling around. Well, because I think some also some teams in the past have also used that to their advantage as well, as yeah. a way that they know the clock's going to stop. The Ravens have been really known for that. Well, the league's coming after Baltimore right now. So. Hey, man, I don't, I don't blame them, man. I, I you know, get, get those guys under control. So uh, they're always trying to exploit the rules. But that, <laughs> that sounds like a Harbaugh move, though, to me. So. There was another one in here. I was trying to find here the uh, tripping penalty. Yes, is that's now what a I was going to bring up. Foul. Which that should yeah, have always been a personal foul, in my opinion. Been. So I have no problem with that rule change. Um, that that makes the most sense to me. Um, but is there well, is there well, a is there a way though that they can like manipulate that because i feel like a lot of times if you can call a tripping foul when it's not really like if it's inadvertent yeah you know? well this i think this should be blatant you know what i mean like you no it we'll, should we'll, be you know what i mean it's gonna but be obvious what, but what if it's not though what if you just trip somebody and it's inadvertent and they still call a personal foul like i feel like yeah, it's kind of a wishy-washy i hope day. not because that that's where the subjectiveness of the games come down and that's what you know one of the rules that they they disagreed on during this uh, meeting was the ability to challenge roughing the passer, which was something that actually a lot of people wanted to see happen, and the league shot it down. So, or the, I guess the vote shot it down yeah. to where you are not able to challenge roughing the passer still. Um, and I, I just think really with the way we with the way referees are anymore, that that should be something that's challengeable. But I, I'm just afraid that they feel like it's uh, not going to be feasible, and it's it's also going to make them look really bad too at the same time. So um, I don't see that one going on very well. Um, what else was there? Um, There's the uh, fourth down. A failed fourth down attempt gets booth review treatment. So just like a turnover or a <clears throat> touchdown or score. Automatic review. Automatic review mm-hmm. on the failed fourth down attempt. And so that was proposed to you. I believe that was proposed by Philadelphia. I'm okay with that. Failed. So does this I'd have okay to do with, with like quarterback sneaks, ball placement, stuff like that, I would say, yeah, it's, is the point. I don't have a problem with it because it's no different than a, a goal line review. You just want to get it right, and if there's no evidence, then we move on. So I have no problem with that one. No, yeah, I think that's a fine one, too. I, I have no problem with that I mean, one. The, the other one that a lot of people are happy about, you can use zero now as your number. Mm. Oh, by the way, I, I yes. do want to bring that up. Yes. So, yes. so I told that's Jason earlier, so we, do, we did have our very first player – um, you know, stand up and say, I want number zero. That was Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley will be the first number zero in the NFL, um, according to his own Twitter. But uh, what made me think about this with Calvin Ridley, with all his, his sports betting and all that, but he's a gambling man. 
made me think, you know, whenever he's playing some roulette, you know, does he is he a zero better? Is he one of those guys that puts all his money on zero and, and roulette? Um, maybe that's why he won zero. So I'm, it reminds me of his old gambling days. I, I'm a fan <laughs> of of allowing the number zero because the first two players that came to my mind were in the NBA, Russell Westbrook, and more importantly, Agent Zero, the guy who brought he brought certain things to the locker room that maybe should or should not have been brought to the locker room, but he was a guy in the NBA that could put up 50 points in a fucking game. So he was, he was a big cock back in the day. So that that's the first two guys that came to my mind. And so I'm glad you're going to allow that number zero now in the NFL. Right. Uh, here's an, here's an interesting one, something we, you know, might see sometime here, but with all the as de- deep as the AFC is uh, to insert strength of victory as the second tiebreaker for awarding contracts proposed by the competition committee. So the rule changes, this will allow teams for strength of victory to be the second tiebreaker for postseason seedings after the head-to-head tiebreaker. So the second tiebreaker was previously conference record. It appears the league had a typo in the press release they sent out regarding the rule. Wow. So you can use... So now, it's point spread, basically. Basically, now it's point spread. So uh, after the after the head-to-head, now it's point okay. spread for your for your postseason seed. If you have, if you're up against a team, hmm. that, that is kind of interesting. interesting. Which should also make you think, you know, some of the coaches who like to lay off later in games need to keep the pedal to the metal, baby. We, we got to be all Bill Belichick in here and, you know, run up the score every chance you get. And so, yeah, that's, that's what I think of when I think about something like that is that uh, if, if point differential is now something that matters, if that's, is that right? Point differential? Yes. If that's what matters, so the old days of you know taking it easy on somebody in the fourth quarter, just go out the window. No, we're here to run up the score. Yeah, yeah, a- absolutely. And I like it it's because, like, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, like, it's because it's only the second factor in a tiebreaker, and you should be. I don't care what sport you're in, you should always be playing to win the game rather than to not lose. And that's what pisses me off in sports when you got all these teams or players that are playing the game to not lose no fuck that you should be playing to win and just beat them by as many points as possible so i actually like that rule here's another one so this was proposed by the los angeles chargers to provide greater clarity as to players availability for a game proposed by la chargers which is as fantasy football guys i kind of like this Rule change. Last season, the Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins played one snap against the Cleveland Browns in Week 14 after tweaking his hamstring in pre-game warmups. Yet, Cincinnati removed Higgins from the injury report prior to the game, making it seem like he was going to play. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor said Higgins found his way onto the field, but that he had no intention of playing him. This change is likely aimed to prevent this type of situation from occurring. Oh, all right. Say the original rule again. To so provide, I understand the example. To provide but... greater clarity as to a player's availability for a game it's stupid. clarity it's stupid well that's a dumb fucking uh, rule they, yeah. they want to the, know the, the best the best what... team should be able to win and that includes coaches correct what i don't care whether yeah. they announce a player is available or not available if you're a good coach be able to adjust in the nfl it yeah. does not matter which players are available so as, if, as you, if you're if you're gonna depend though. if you're gonna depend on that shit then you're a shitty fucking coach and you do to, you need to improve your game well, surprise if it's by the Chargers, right? Yeah, I, I don't give a fuck yeah. if he only played one one snap. I don't give a shit. Like that that's that's stupid. Yeah, that's that's a bit much. Yeah. Not, I mean, I'm, as a fantasy I football guy, then you know what's gonna happen at least. So 
or at least a better idea of your for, for fantasy. Yeah, I mean, I agree. But, but as a NFL, for fantasy, also, sure, your yeah. your adjustments must be shit. Sure, if, if your T Higgins or you see T Higgins is questionable, all of a sudden he's running out there for the first snap. I mean, I probably would have, you know, not played him, assuming yeah, you know he was too injured to go. I mean, if he ran out there without, but, so the the, co- the coach is saying he ran out there. Coach, the coach said he found a way out. Of, found, said he, he found a found way, a way onto, onto the, the field, field for one snap. Because I'm such an incompetent coach, I can't corral my players and tell them who's going to be on the goddamn starting offense to begin the game. That is bullshit. It's a dumb rule. All right, I got one last one, guys, that I think is eligible for this conversation. So to allow roughing the passer to be a reviewable call proposed by the Los Angeles Rams. So the rule changes right, that- last season. <clears throat> referees appeared to call roughing the passer penalties on some plays. That appeared to be a normal quarterback hits or sex. For example, Grady Jarrett's <clears throat> roughing the passer penalty on Tom Brady. Atlanta need one last stop for the ball back with under two minutes remaining in one possession game. Didn't get that. So that's what they're doing now. Roughing patchers to be reviewable. Calls. So, see, I thought that was denied. I thought that wasn't. Oh, was... my bad. I misread the headline. So that wasn't approved. But why, like, why would we not approve that? Well, that's what we talked about, Tanner, was that. I mean, there's some some people just disagreed with it. Yeah. They would not be reviewable. I mean, I, I feel like there's a lot of things here. They're, they're afraid it's going to hold up the game. I think in a lot of ways, <clears> they're afraid that so many goddamn times when you're going to throw a flag for roughing the passer, it's going to be holding up the game every single time to being reviewed and stuff like that. And I, I think See, they're worried about that. That also lot. makes sense, though. That's one of those things where if you're going to review that, then let's just fucking review everything, the whole game, all game long. Let's just make it a six-hour game. You review every fucking play. We talked about pass interference, and too. I, yeah, but, I mean, they're they're trying to protect the quarterback and all this shit. Like, it, it's not that important to me, dude. Like, like let's, let's just get let's move it too, along. Such as Atlanta, and I think uh, the Chiefs felt it as well at some point, it does affect the, the game. It's a big It's a big penalty on the game. It's so automatic first down, and you don't get the chance to get that well, back. Essentially, one, it, one way to fix that is to get better referees that know what the fuck they're doing. That's true. So well, we, we all then know, we don't have to worry uh, about it as if much. If you see across sports, that's not happening. So no, I know that. So but I'm it's just up saying, to these rule changes that. Put that's that a big in place. part of the problem is the referees themselves. Uh, but the thing is, we've talked about pass interference being reviewed in Correct. the past, and they took that away. That was also denied for a year. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because they never used it. You know, they never used it, and they're like, okay, never mind, we're going to do it. Well, same thing with the rough and the passer is that some of these calls, like, they're going to leave some subjectivity, and apparently if you're Chris Jones, if you say some words to Matt Ryan, then uh, that's also going to be a penalty. So uh, apparently roughing the passer comes in many forms, whether you're touching or talking. So, um, you know, we all have a very fragile soul as players in the NFL, so um, we got to take that into account, and especially in a year like 2022, 2023, where yeah you know we got to live in this kind of world where we can't be having that kind of banter back and forth between people yeah so anyways it is what it is i mean it sucks but it's also a way for uh (laughs) for games to be adjusted (laughs) if they want to if they wish that's that's the rule changes i saw the i mean the only other one's no surprise you know they already don't like it if you leave both your feet it's a 15 yard penalty so that's right. So the launching rule. The launching rule is now a fifteen yard penalty. Fifteen yarder, and it's it is it is if you leave both your feet or just both your feet or one. I thought it was like one wait, or wait. two. It is one. Actually, it is one I hate two. it. One or I hate two. That shit. One or two. So if you if you, if you launch you... yourself at a guy with one or both feet you're, off the ground, 
If you that, have one foot, so how do you tackle? That, so how are you gonna tackle? <laughs> that for me, I'm pissed off at that because it redefines it redefines the game of football. Because why did we watch football for the last 40, 50 years? Because we love the hits. We love the hits. Wow. So, we love, yeah, we love to see elite hits. And if they're gonna take that away, then what the what the fuck is the point of playing the game? Well, my my like, problem is you could call anything. I want the launch. You could call I anything. Anything launch. is now is launching though. If you can have, if so, basically, if you leave both feet or one foot in the air while you make a tackle, that is now considered possibly to be a launch based on the subjectivity of some little dumbass referee. So this is the definition of pussifying a sport. Right. That's but exactly what they did. Here's what I'm hoping. I don't know. Don't if you, use your athleticism. Don't use your athleticism. I do want to have a comparison for the other side here for a minute and hoping this is the way it goes. It was not that long ago. It was less than 10 years ago where they made the rule of running backs can no longer lead with the crown of their helmet to try to basically, you know, bulldoze a defender. You know, you know what I'm talking about, Tanner? Mm-hmm. Basically, mm-hmm. You're, if you're running back, ball carrier, if, if and you go to goes so, down, same as defenders. If you go to tackle with the crown of your helmet, that's also a penalty. Same with running backs. So they tried to implement that rule too. The problem was they were never able to actually implement it. They were never actually able to implement the rule to where it made sense and to where it was it was a realistic thing to be calling in the middle of a game. Of hey, running back, you lowered your shoulder to take a hit, and you know your head, your crown of your helmet just happened to be there. So that's a personal foul. I'm hoping that's the same thing when it comes to this dumbass penalty uh, of the launching. But it's stupid. It's stupid. It has nothing to do with CTE or head injuries or any of that shit. Like you can fully launch and hit somebody in, you know, like the ribs or yeah. in the hip or on the knees or whatever. Like nobody cares. It's a stupid rule. Yeah, I'm just I'm hoping that they use it. Uh, in the right way and they're they're because you know some penalties are more lenient than others i'm hoping we keep it that way um to where some things they can just lay off a little bit and not everything needs to be so scrutinized at all times where you know we're worried about every little movement every player is making otherwise we're gonna throw a penalty because we can control the outcome of games stupid i'm hoping that, that that we get to a point where you know we can make up these rules because they can be applied you know at very opportune times when they choose for them to be applied um and that's what they're there for is to Say, you know, we haven't called this penalty all season long, but all of a sudden here in the wild card game, we want, you know, the, the Ravens to have the advantage here. So we're going to go ahead and throw this penalty now. That's a, but then you can go, but it's by the rule book. So everyone on Twitter, you know, it's all crying and whining, but yeah, but it's by the rules. So what about this? That's what dude? it's coming down to. What about this? Why don't we just make 12 new rules every fucking year for the next oh, yeah. 15 years? And then you won't have a fucking game. And then nobody's going to watch your shit. Then, you know, you think Roger Goodell is going to be happy at that point? I bet he would be. But what are the billionaires going to do with their meetings? They have to have meetings every year, I, sit their asses right there in a conference room, have a goddamn meeting about some bullshit. So what ideas did you want to bring to the table, Bill? Get up there and make up some bullshit. Oh, let's make a vote. I think you Give yourself a big waste away. of time. Big we waste need, of time. What about this? Make you look important. Ten years from now, we'll do away with tackling. It's it's you have to pull the it's flag football in ten well, years. What do you think about that? Or they'll say you can only tackle by grabbing the hips and you know laying them down softly. You know what I mean? You know, no more, no more here, no more here. It's gonna be all from the hips. I mean, but don't touch Dave, the penis. No, Dave, no penis touch. Dave, Dave kind of yeah, has it well, right, guys. Dave kind of has true. it right. I like I like where your mind's at. A N F L. 
Your man James. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I do not want to see them touch the penis, man. James got it right. Although by then, ten bullshit. years from now, you never know in this kind of world. So. Yeah, <laughs> that, no, that I don't want thing. to see him touch it's the all penis. All in man. the hips. Yeah, that should be. That should be banned. <laughs> that should be banned. Oh boy. Yeah. This. That's the thing. Every year, the NFL, man. NFL has all these different rules they come Just out with. Ban everything, so, man. So here's ban the, the handoff. Like, we talk about. We talk bad about all these rules happening, but yet football is king. Which we say it by far, right? Is it yeah. is it bad for football to be king like this because of the well, rules? It's that it's, it's not bad for them to be king. I mean, personally, I've I've since I was born, I've been a football first guy. So yeah. you know, just that's just me. I've always like I've always enjoyed football the most of anything by far. Um, but I, I have seen the pacification of football over the course of time, particularly the NFL. Uh, I'm not saying all football, but I mean some things obviously were meant for the better. I mean, sure. when I when I look at what kids are wearing these days and the pads and the helmets yeah. and all that, that's badass. I mean, I, I wish I had some of that equipment when I was playing. Um, but what? But the NFL particularly has really been the the thing that's changed football itself um in the way that they played but you know other leagues and so on they follow suit you know they try to implement the same things the nfl implements over the course of time uh it's not bad um but it also is when the sport if it ever does drastically change to where it becomes a flag type league other football organizations will slowly do the same and then eventually the sport you see today will no longer be football you know as we know it i mean it's just then nobody's going that direction we're all going to be watching the nba which is good for me because that's my favorite but see there's some people i know hold on in the right direction i was gonna say they are but you can't tackle people so they don't give a shit lebron is the goat that's all the the nba no i we have we have a friend us trio is a friend who grew up a big nba fan he doesn't like the current nba i mean he hates the fact that no one's driving in the paint anymore everyone's just jacking up threes all day all that kind of stuff. Like, what happened to the physical game that we used to see the in the people, 90s? Let me tell you a fact right now. The people that are in Kansas City specifically that hate the NBA right now are the same fucking people that hated the NBA 20 years ago. Yep. It's the same shit. We don't have a team, so nobody cares. So, like, you can take that for what it's worth, but if, if we ever got a team, it might be a little bit different. I don't know what that looks like. I was five fucking years old. When the Kansas City Kings left, and we haven't had an NBA team since. Well, but if we ever get one, I think people would think differently. But right now, nobody gives a shit in Kansas City. Well, it's just, it's just like about the, the NBA. It's just like the NHL. The NHL draft's going on right now, but Kansas Cityans don't care because we don't have a they team. They don't give a shit. We don't have a team. No. But if you gave them a team, they would care. Yes, they would. There, I think there'd, they be, would. there'd be more care in the world for sure. And also, I, I'd just like to say NHL would be one of the. Uh, sports you know if the if the nfl was to go too soft the nhl was is going to be on the rise yes yeah they would as a sport and, sure. it's, and it's a good i mean hockey's a bad granted, granted sure. their attendance is down but they would be on the rise big time yeah. as, as things continue yeah oh anyways uh was that the whole list tanner that's what i got for there. the most part by the way did you ever put that bet on the royals uh, I did not. Okay, I'm glad. That's good. No, I didn't. Well, I saw the grand slam. It was four to zero. I was not going to bet on the Royals well, at that point. Oh, what do we got, Reds? What do we got, Reds? Let's go, baby. Woo! Let's All go. Right. So while you guys are getting you, you nervous, you don't want to know. Fourteen nothing. While you guys are getting nervous about baseball games, let's move on to the next topic, which is the most important topic of the show. I want to talk about Whataburger. Oh yeah. We had some experiences uh, over the last Let's couple of weeks in terms of Whataburger. Um, <laughs> first of all, I want to preface what I'm going to say right now 
by saying that Patrick Mahomes is my favorite player in the league right now. Okay. (laughs) And he was responsible for bringing Whataburger to Kansas city. And I appreciate him for that. And I love the fact that that that's his favorite hamburger. And, you know, I'm not going to argue with him on the bullshit. Um, However, (laughs) um, I I've got a bone to pick with them because when we were down in Oklahoma, uh, I think it was last week or two weeks. I don't know. I was drunk two weeks ago. It, it could have been. Uh, it could have been a hundred years ago. I was so hammered. I don't even remember. But we were down there, and I downloaded People's the gonna app. Get pissed. I downloaded the app on this fucker. Okay, and I wanted to give them another chance because I had some bad, <laughs> bad Whataburger experiences over my years, and I wanted to give them another chance. You know, all these guys that I fucking work with, they're like, "Oh, dude, just give them another chance. Just give them another chance." Okay, I'll do it. And so I did it and I got the, uh, the bacon avocado burger, whatever that fucking bullshit is. And it's great, man. It tasted fucking good. Now the meat, the, the meat tasted a little bit cheap, right? So that I I was disappointed in the taste of the meat It's probably rabbit or dog or fucking, uh, hippopotamus. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was a hippopotamus meat and they sold it as beef. So that pissed me off. Oh boy. It actually tasted good. You're getting pissed, but, (laughs) but. I was happy with my experience. And I, and then I thought about Patrick Mahomes. I was like, dude, he brought this here just for me. He brought this fucking restaurant to Kansas city just for me. And so I fucking love it, but I download the app. They're telling me I'm going to get a free Whataburger on my next visit. And guess what? I went to that fucking restaurant there. Now, no, no, no. You have to buy a large order of fries and you have to buy a large drink. We're not going to give you that shit for free. And it's only a regular Whataburger, which for the record, it tasted like shit. My daughter, (laughs) my daughter couldn't even get that down. I cut it in half. I gave the other half to my daughter. She couldn't finish it, right? She's, she's getting ready to turn six. She's five years old. My daughter couldn't finish that shit. That's how fucking bad that fucking burger was. I'm convinced it's fucking rabbit or dog or hippopotamus meat. Now they dress it up well. <laughs> I will give them full credit. Okay, the whatever they put, the toppings, the fucking ketchup, pickles, all this fucking avocado, sourdough, whatever you want to put on there, I will give them full credit. They dress it up right, and it, they make it taste great. But if you just taste the meat, which I dare, I wow. dare any of you guys listening to the show right now, I dare you to strip everything and just taste the meat. It's a fucking hippopotamus, <laughs> or hippopotamus. or an aardvark. What? It could be an aardvark or an armadillo. Whatever the meat is, it's not fucking Hold beef. On. It's bullshit. Hold on. And I'm pissed. Hold on. I'm fucking pissed because they told me that I was gonna get free armadillo meat, and no, I didn't get free armadillo. I had to buy an order of fries, fries. and a piece of shit large drink. It's can, bullshit. Can you can you go back? I need you to go back steps. Hold on. I need no. You, I need Hold you. To I'm not going back me. any steps. Hold on. It tastes like a piece of shit. No, Hold no. On. I don't care about that. I want to know exactly your process of I getting would, that free burger. I would rather what have a bird. I would rather have. Burger? I would rather have a bird fly by in the sky and take a okay. shit in my fucking no, mouth. Here's the deal. Then eat that the, bullshit the, ever again for the rest of my life. I don't care if it's right. End of story. Point blank. Now you can talk, you piece of shit. So he downloaded the app. Okay, so the, app the app supposedly right? gives you it's a free, free. It's free. water burger, uh, right? Okay. Yes, correct. Has a QR code when you download it. 
right? And they I scan didn't it. Get a QR code. You get you, you get a, a QR code. So when you it. when you do the the thing, you QR code. Did they scan it? Whenever you find goes in your burger. Fuck no, they're a bunch of liars, dude. Okay. They lied no, no, to me no, the no, whole no. fucking time. So how how did you go about getting a free burger off the app? Like, what did you do on the app, and then what did you do at the at the place? So it told me on the app that I get a free burger. I okay. took it into the store. I did not go through the drive-through. I walked up there. I handed my fucking phone to the cashier, and they said, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You you get a free burger." And then and then she billed me for a large fries and a large drink. And I got pissed off like you wouldn't fucking believe. So you just handed it to him and then got robbed. Well, I didn't know. I didn't hand it to him. I just showed him. I, you I, got it was robbed. a QR. I showed him the QR code. Oh, She scanned wait, the fucking was QR Was that off code. your survey you did? No, it wasn't a fucking survey. You did a survey in Oklahoma. No, I didn't do that shit. Yes, you did. And no, you're like, I oh, this is bullshit. I don't get my free burger yet. It's, it's this is not about is it, wait I, so i want to make one thing i want to make one thing one thing clear it's not about the employees the employee and the restaurant did everything right there there's a glitch in, in terms of them wanting to charge me money so that i can ingest a piece of rabbit or hippopotamus meat grandpa put, i, put I your, don't want to put eat that your shit. app in a pickup mode put your card in or Apple Pay it and pick it up when they say you're when you go. I was gonna say, say they did have an option for pickup. Dude, I you had, just called me grandpa and you're like 15 years older than me. <laughs> grandpa, please use technology. I did use technology and they so Scott says that you did the survey and that was the problem. No, you guys are full of shit. Man. Okay. I never did the fucking survey. Yes. See, thank you, Tufel. Tufel says he can go right now. I, I tested oh, yeah. it out last night because I wanted to see. I didn't go get it, but I was like, all right, I'm going to pop my app and see. I had no <sighs> issue. We it, talk it about sports. We talk about sports, guys. If you could have one game for the rest of your life, who are you going to pick to be on that team? It's fucking Jordan. And I gave Whataburger that one chance for the rest of my life. I'll never set foot in that fucking restaurant for the rest of my life, dude, because they failed. It was a fucking no. failure. The burger tasted like shit. They ripped me off. They made me pay for something that was free. So I will, I will say fucking app. I have a problem currently with the way Kansas City treats Whataburger because, I mean, we're well, all new to us. No, that's the thing. Oh, people people oh, need okay. to, to get over it a little bit. I mean, people it's, that don't go it's a little south. excessive at the moment because, look, we were, we were down in Oklahoma, went to Whataburger down in Oklahoma, <laughs> right? We, we went there. We were the old Tanner. Jason, we were the only goddamn people in that restaurant at Whataburger in Oklahoma. Only yeah. once. Yeah. You know why? Because yeah. they're over it. They don't give a damn. It's like Jack in the Box but for it's them. Been there they don't for care. Like, what twenty years? So okay. Sure. But that's my point. It's is that Kansas yeah. City? I, I was up in KCK by Legends uh, this past weekend. Drove by the Whataburger. It, the that's cars are mistake. the cars are wrapped around the goddamn parking lot. Yep. It's eleven thirty. I'm like, or actually, it was two. But I was just like, what the freaking hell is Jack going on? Jack in the Box was like that why? too. Stupid. Yes. I'm glad that you brought that up because back in 2010, nobody fucking remembers it in Kansas City. We went through the same exact bullshit back then. I'm just Wrapped saying it needs to calm down a little Jack bit. Jack in the box. You two years later, it'll die. Jack in the box. So, you know the only difference is I want to go to Jack in the Box right now. It's fucking 13 years later. I want to go there <laughs> and shove that stuff up my ass. <laughs> I'm never going to Whataburger ever again. Oh, and, and I love Patrick Mahomes. I love the guy. I'm glad he wanted to bring this shit over here. I'm never going to eat that shit ever again. 
Jack in the Box is better. <laughs> in and Out Burger is better. Fill in yeah, the Blank no, I, is better. I agree. Five guys, in and Out is better. Burger King. I agree with that. Fucking McDonald's is better than that stupid bullshit. Like, why would well, you? No, why t- would t- you ever eat on. that shit? Twofold My, thinks dude, you're confusing it with McDonald's right now. My daughter loves everything. My daughter loves everything fast food. She couldn't finish that fucking thing, right? You know why? Because it's rabbit meat. It is. It's fucking hippopotamus meat. It's aardvark and armadillo meat. It's dog meat. And I don't want to eat that shit for the rest of my life. If I order a fucking hamburger, I want beef. Okay? Or if I want a fucking chicken sandwich. Give me that fucking chicken sandwich. I do not want aardvark. I do not want armadillo. I don't want rabbit. I don't want fucking hippopotamus. I don't want lizard meat. And by gosh, I do not want frog. Can I can I break out the frog? You know, you we have frog legs. You know, I, 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 Mike, you know this about me. I have a lot of Asian friends in my life. You know, over in the Asian countries, they eat a lot of frog meat. Yeah. I would rather have frog meat and eat frog's legs than eat that fucking shit that I had at Whataburger the other day. Okay. You want to throw another? Can we, you want dinosaur meat? I'd rather eat dinosaur meat than that shit. It's not beef. I'm telling you this right the fuck now. They do not, they do not serve beef. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Shout out to Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Hey man, if, if Mahomes invites me to his house, I will jam 10 of those burgers up my ass. I'll eat it the rest of my life. If he just gives me one autograph, if Mahomes would give me one autograph, I will eat that shit every day for the rest of my life because that's how much I love that fucking player. All right, guys. So amazing. What, one last, one, one last quick topic. We'll just say this on our way out the door here, uh, guys. I don't know if you saw, but uh, my theme will load here. There we go. Uh, Pepsi has made their own ketchup in no. the ballpark starting on no. July fourth. You can get Pepsi ketchup. Uh, for for Ooh. your hot dog, for your hamburger. Ooh, I like the sound of that. I don't at all. Now I want to know from you guys here, um, what would you mix in with ketchup, or maybe mix in with mustard? <laughs> what? Like what kind of drink? What else would you mix in? A drink to mix with ketchup or mustard? Yeah. Would you mix in whiskey? I'll, I'll be honest. Would you mix in I, rum? No, I, I love both these condiments equally. Just about mustard has zero calories. I'm a big fan of that that factor. Ketchup though is just delicious. I mean. I like to combine them both for sure. Um, what would I? What would I mix? I have to mix a, a drink in there. Yeah, drink. Why would I mix a drink and if you if you that? say whiskey, I'm gonna kick your ass right now. Okay, do here, not say whiskey. That's gonna uh, taste here's, here's like what I'll shit. Do. I'll do pickle juice and mustard. Get a real real nasty bitch for you. How about that, Tanner? That's my that's my answer. Pickle juice and mustard. Pickle juice and mustard. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, pickle juice and mustard. Not, I want to be that bad. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say vodka because you're not gonna be able to taste it anyway. So you're gonna That's be able a, to get away with that. Pepsi chup. And then I will say tequila. Oh. I will say tequila because once you get drunk, you're not gonna give a shit what it tastes like anyway. So. Now, now would you consider? So obviously, there's tomato involved here with the ketchup. So would that make vodka like a bloody mary type of thing? Make sense to you guys? I mean, because obviously, See, I, I would still throw tequila and ketchup. I'd be my tequila idea. and ketchup. Yeah. How about red wine? That sounds. Can gross. we do? Can we do red wine on sure. that shit? Whatever you want. I do red wine. That yeah, sounds pretty nasty, good. man. Wait, whose idea was this? Uh, this was Pepsi in the MLB. Pepsi wants to combine in MLB and MLB wants to in Heinz. If 
partnered up for a one day event. MLB wants to do a lot of things because their fucking revenue is going down. So let them do whatever the hell they want. Now, hold on. Did you guys, did you guys ever, real quick before we wrap it up here, but uh, that, that, that burger or whatever, or the whatever barbecue sandwich they had at Kaufman, they had Reese's peanut butter cups on the barbecue sandwich a couple years ago. (laughs) Did you guys ever eat one of those? No. Would you? No. I would. I never ate one, but I would. No. Oh yeah, chocolate and and, and brisket I, and barbecue look, sauce. I tell you what, I man, would do that I all like day. Peanut butter all but day. I'm not doing that. Shit. I'm not doing that. I will tell you. Oh, I'd love that. I'll tell you something right now. There are a couple of things, actually. Cherry cola mix with ketchup. There are two exactly two bad. things that I would rather do in my whole life than to eat than to eat that shit, and I'm not allowed to say it on the show. All right. Okay. Not allowed to say it. Ladies, I would rather do that than eat that bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, no show next week. Enjoy your Fourth of July. We are taking a week off. Now hold on, Tanner. Don't don't get him too discouraged it's because a surprise. I do want to. I do want to say that, it's a surprise, dude. Well, <laughs> I just want to say we've been running this thing for a long time nice. now. It's been, it's been three goddamn years. We're in the middle of nothing, nowhere of uh, of sports right now. So, the most, so what we're gonna do starting in July? Come back. Hit it hard. Fantasy football will be kicking it off as the number one topic that we're going to be yapping about here for a while, leading up to all your drafts and so on, like usual. Um, But I think what we're going to do is we're going to celebrate 4th of July, uh, probably drink lots of, you know, tequila, whiskey, whatever the hell you guys are into. Um, We're probably not going to be suited to to do a show next Wednesday. So we'll do our 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 first. Is this our first week off? Our first week off. First week off and actually second, 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 second week off. Second week, week off, off three, three years. years. But if there was ever a time to do it, this is the time. If there was ever time to do it, this is the time. So we're gonna take a week off next week, come back the week <laughs> yeah, after, <that's> <laughs> and it's gonna be all the fantasy you can imagine up in your ass. And uh, you know, whatever you're into, we're gonna be shoving it. Just like Jason shoves burgers up his ass. So. Armadillo meat. Whatever it is, that's what our that's what our plan is. Our mark. Um. So, anyways, I'm looking forward to gearing up for football season, training camp, fantasy, Chiefs, every everything that comes along with it. Because uh, we're right around the corner. But I think this we're gonna have we're gonna enjoy our uh, week dang. off to load up again. You guys, we'll catch you I'm gonna say this, man. Training camp starts. I'm gonna say this. There's a lot of disappointed people out there, and I I feel your pain that we're not gonna have a show next week. And so, uh, I will just tell you right now. There could be a surprise. Could be. Wednesday. Oh, Tanner, we did there get an email surprise uh, today from no, no, our no. from someone. No, we're not talking about it. Right oh, we're not talking. No, about we're it? not talking about it. On oh, it. wait. I'm not Secret. botching that yet. <laughs> not botching that yet. We got a special email in Tanner's folder um, that we cannot talk about. We're not talking. But about I would it. love to throw some flames on that bitch. Yes, but we're not going to yet. So tune in tune that. in next Wednesday. Come on, you guys. know how I am, Tanner. Tune I like to get a little aggressive every once in a while. Not yet, not yet. I want to bury him. I don't bury him. permission yet. We shovel. Time's, time's coming, bury him. but not yet. We well, they deserve take, it. They deserve to get mud holes stomped up their ass. The bottom line is we are going to take the week off next week, guys, and it's going to be the best fucking Wednesday that you've ever had. Lord. I'm just going to throw it out there, man. It's a surprise. But I can't tell you what it is. It's on the down low. Lord help me, guys. <laughs> like, subscribe, follow. We'll catch you. Have a great Fourth of July. Be safe out there. Come back. Don't not like Jason Pierre Paul. And we'll uh, catch you guys in a couple weeks. That's right. See you guys. Missing those fingers. See you.